Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. It's been a fantastic week the first week of September. Yes, school has started for all the kids in the community. The leaves are starting to get very crisp orange and reds. Not much, but just a little on the tips of the branches and on branches of the early maples. The leaves are blowing off the trees. Rain is coming a little more often. And I'm getting up in the morning and it's in the 40s. We actually had to turn the furnace on this morning. So the garden is wrapping up with my glorious blooms of sedum which are now busy with activity with the bees and I am really knee deep in the month of September because it is podcast anniversary. Three years ago, can you believe it? Three years ago in September, I started this journey on a whim maybe or an impulse. I heard a bunch of podcasts and thought, you know what? I think I would love to do that. I mean, I have a face for podcasting. I do a little videos that accompany the podcast now. And I did one this morning for this podcast to show you the pineapples that we are quilting along with on the My Creative Corner 3 Facebook group. It is a pineapple that is not your traditional strip piece pineapple. It's two and a half inch squares. It was featured on Pat Sloan's podcast last year. It was a viral sensation and I have had so much fun cutting them out with the Cricut and I've also hand cut some and I'm finding that using my Cricut to cut two and a half inch squares is fabulous. They're very, very accurately cut with the Cricut Maker with the rotary blade. It saves my fingers on days that they're very sore because now that the weather's getting cold, I'm having a little bit of the aches and pains in my hands. And I just find that this particular block is so soothing. It's all about playing with color. I have a K-Facet layer cake and some scraps. And what I want to do is use the layer cake, which is primarily blues, greens, and purples with a blue top on the pineapple. It's super cute. Check out the show notes for the video and you can see what it looks like and join us on the Facebook group as we quilt along. You know, there's a no pressure quilt along. Do you want to make one? Great. Do you want to make four, five, six? All right. And I am going to make as many as I have time for and then decide how do I want to lay them out. I've seen a couple different layouts on Instagram and some of them are offset in rows. Some of them are straight rows. Some of them are pineapples up, pineapples upside down. It's super cute. Going to try all different kinds. And what else have I done this month? I cut two shadow boxes that are going to be mailed out to my granddaughters for their birthday. They are layers, like five or six layers of paper. And they're all white. Um, I had to get black frames. And I've decided that I'm not going to put lights in them because they're in kindergarten. I don't want them to get hurt. Even if they're battery-operated LEDs, I just don't want to take a chance. My daughter can hang these on the wall. But I'm going to put a bright color in the back on the last layer to give it a pop. Probably teal because it's my favorite color. Or maybe charcoal gray. Or maybe um, pink. Who knows? i got to find another um, color when I go to Hobby Lobby this week. 
I do continue to work on the rectangle blocks only of the Kinship Fusion Sampler, which is by Gnome Angel. And it's a 100 block quilt, but I'm only going to do the rectangles, which I think are about 50-ish um, blocks in that quilt. So I'm excited about that. It's paper pieced and they're smaller blocks. So they again feel like instant gratification. I am not going to work on my, well, we are not going to call them whips or works in progress. We're going to call them UFOs for now. It is the strip pieced uh, pineapple quilt that I made this summer, the traditionally pieced one that is, uh, I use the Tula Pink Zuma solids with some of my scraps and I need to line up some of my seams better take the papers off it's going to be a bit of work this winter to take it apart reassemble it and then piece enough pineapples for one more row it's currently square I want it to be rectangular so I want to work on that and I have put on the wayback burner my Violet Craft Raffia Weave Quilt because I have made a couple mistakes in it. There were a couple mistakes throughout the pattern that I couldn't figure out. Um, if I would have been paying attention, I could have caught it, but I didn't. And so now I got to decide what I want to do with this quilt because the second half of the quilt is not going to follow the color order and it may be a little more disorganized. So I'm kind of frustrated. So I'm putting it way on the back burner and I'm not going to deal with that probably till spring because it needs a timeout and I need to get a better attitude about it. But the happiness that's happened over the last week is football season has started. We watched college football on television. The sadness is Dish Network um, had an issue with um, taking away the channels that have University of Michigan football on there. And so I watched the game on a Hulu uh, free trial, but we're definitely getting rid of Dish Network um, and trying to find a better alternative. We've had uh, cable before with Spectrum. I like that the best. It's rather expensive. The other thing we're looking at is um, can we be happy with Hulu and is it cost effective as well as some other streaming options. So we're back to the researching what is the best way to watch our shows which aren't that many anymore and most of them are live streaming. In other news I have decided that I am rebranding yeah, I'm rebranding the logo for the podcast. I'm going to get all kinds of new logos with the same theme for Facebook and YouTube and my stories as well as um, posting. So I'm going to try to have a more cohesive look. I'm very, very excited. Going to get new music too with all of that. So my daughter and his wife, my daughter, my son and my daughter-in-law, my son and his wife are a team of very creative people. And Renee has with Mind and Heart on Etsy and she does graphic design with uh, all kinds of different things for weddings and invitations and announcements and boards and things for weddings and I asked her if she would do a rebranding for my podcast and it's absolutely lovely. I cannot wait for you to see it. And my son did the music when we first started and he has upgraded his gear. He is now several years older and has a lot of creative ideas with a uh, computer-based recording and production, I'm going to call it studio, a room in his house. And so he's going to do a new music theme for me and I'm very, very excited about that. 
So what else is happening in podcast diversity? Well, I'm going to put up several free patterns. I've already put a couple up in the newsletter. If you haven't signed up for my newsletter, you may want to do that. It has some freebies. It has some other exciting things in it. It has some patterns from the past and it has a free gift. So the gift this month for podcast diversity. I have partnered with Make Modern Magazine, and everyone will get a recent magazine digital download. All you have to do is go to the link that I'm providing in the show notes, and when you go to the link, it will give you a code. You will check out with the cart, and then you'll add the code. You'll get your download, and it will be as our gift to you. It's my third anniversary of the podcast, and it's Make Modern's fifth anniversary of the magazine. And just so you know, if you really like the magazine, they have a great deals on subscriptions. And next month, I'll have an article in the magazine on why quilting is good for you. So please enjoy your podcast anniversary gift, as well as Make Modern's fifth birthday gift in the free download. And let them know what you think of all of the good work that they're doing on the magazine. It's just really wonderful. They're a great group of people to work with. And they have such inspiring things in their magazine every month. So podcast anniversary, it's been on my mind for a couple of months now and I've been doing lots of work to have a month-long celebration and you know if other things come along I will definitely be bringing them up but you know some funny things have happened over the last month <clears throat> excuse me and with all of the podcasting and I've taught a couple classes I've been invited to speak at guilds, at trunk shows, and I'm really, really quite surprised that people are calling me and want to hear about the quilts and hear about my quilting journey and what fusion quilting is, you know, traditional fusion quilting, as I've called it, as well as modern quilting. So I'm going to do a trunk show in Lansing at... Um, one of the quote guilds and all of a sudden I'm drawing their name blank on their name, but I put it in the show notes on October 3rd at seven o'clock in the evening and um, let them know you're coming. If you're not a member of that guild and I'm going to bring several quilts, including the one that was in the recent AQS Grand Rapids show. Some of the quilts that I've done very early on, including bringing um, my first quilt that was the Lone Star that I talked about last week. All of that will be in the trunk show. And I just want to ask, so when you go to a trunk show, I've done a few of these, they always say bring things to sell. And I want to know, do people really buy things to sell at a trunk show? I have like an hour, hour and a half of their guild meeting. I've got a couple of patterns that I've written I just don't know um, if I have time actually to get them printed out because this was um, all decided this last week. I may just do a handout with links to free um, patterns that have been published and do a tutorial on podcasting and things like that and where to find podcasts. But, you know, the whole thought of having to invest a lot of money to sell things at a table just kind of goes against you know, all of what I'm trying to do with my business. So 
if that is something that you've noticed is a huge thing for people to have tables set up and sell things, I'm really doing more about self-promotion of the podcast as well as my blog and the free things and trying to um, encourage people to be supporters through the virtual cup of coffee or even becoming patrons and having these free links um, given back through the web page and podcast. I don't know. Maybe I'm all wrong about this. Maybe I just need to take a few hundred dollars and invest it in printing when in, you know, probably not for this particular guild meeting, but I have a couple for next year too to sell. I mean, buying coffee cups to sell with the logo and all of that just seems like it's a big risk. You know, you buy a coffee cup and it could break and they're a big amount of money to invest in. And, you know, I'm thinking tote bags and aprons and things like that. You know, I don't know. Do people really want that? Pins seem to be kind of older idea. So anyway, I'm open to some feedback from you. Uh, if your guild has speakers come in, do they bring things for a table and do they actually sell things? Um, if I had a book, that would be a different story. So that's another idea I've been kicking around is... Maybe I should just gather up some of these patterns and self-publish them in a small pattern collection that would be maybe spiral bound instead of doing a bunch of single patterns and just do a run of them and then sell them at these types of events. I don't know. I, I just have a lot of ideas kicking around and I can't come to a conclusion on any of that kind of stuff. So anyway, I'm looking forward to next year and all of the guild stuff and um, looking at potentially adding some classes over the winter at the quilt shop because people seem to come to classes in the winter. The summer is more tourists and people are traveling and I noticed a lot of um, dropping off over the summer on podcast listeners and, um, and blog viewers because we're all so busy. I mean, it's a time to just enjoy and have a holiday. But now that the fall is here, I'm noticing things are picking back up and maybe your schedule is like mine. And if you're in Australia and this is your spring, um, let me know how you take your spring seasons and do you notice a drop off between summer and winter like we do too, as far as being so busy in vacations and holidays. I am continuing to plot along on my hexagon. I want to finish up the grandmother's flower garden so I can figure out how to assemble the rows together with some probably spacer hexagons and really get going on that jewel shape heart English paper piece pro project. And I just feel like I have a lot of things that I want to try and no real big commitments on making new, um, big, long projects at this point in time. Got to wrap up all these little ones and really work on figuring out how to make the most of this rotary cutter for my Cricut Maker. Um, I'm just been in a big, exciting mood for learning things and expressing myself in lots of different ways through quilting or even the Cricut um, maybe cutting paper or using vinyl, making signs, welcome signs, things like that, which has led me to something that I want to share with you. And 
let you guys know that I've been doing more writing. Um, it's, it's just kind of a natural progression, isn't it? Where you go from starting out with learning something and you follow patterns and you learn the skills. And then I, my quilting has taken me to um, designing my own patterns. And I had a couple published in magazines. Um, the first one was in 2013. It was Oceanfront in Quilting Magazine on a random trip to Virginia Beach, well before my daughter um, lived there. Um, and then we visited again and I took more pictures and the idea kind of solidified uh, to what was a modern quilt that re represented a hotel with towels hanging off the balconies. They're all bright and colorful. That led me to that same year to construct a quilt, which was the most challenging quilt that I've ever done for AQS. And I think the name of the quilt was Fusion 412. And it was representing my fusion of Zentangle style free motion quilting with a traditional feel of um, pink and black Amish style log cabins in the center, then it kind of disperses from complicated in the middle out to more minimalist each row. Yes, it gets um, constructed in um, rounds. And I did that quilt in 2013. Love that quilt. Um, and it will also be in my trunk shows. It's, it's lots of fun. However, when I look at the quilt, there's parts of me that would like to tear it apart because it has a terrible binding on it and um, there's a few issues with the way I finished it. But I'm leaving it as is because that's the best I could do at the time and it made AQS Grand Rapids. You know, so I went from that quilt to podcasting to talk about my journey and then from that quilt I've attempted to get into quilt con and not made it yet but I'm going to get there someday with a quilt I've attended the show once and hoping to get there in Atlanta not this year but the following year and then you know it led me to more modern looks at my quilts you know going from fusion quilting which was all this traditional modern elements in traditional quilts to improv and minimalism and then from the improv and minimalism feeling like I have done a lot of good skill building to sharing and being creative maybe writing and teaching and speaking about quilting as I explore some other personal areas of quilting maybe more in expression and I've tried my hand at art quilting this year but it's not been a big success but every step every place you go everything that you learn really does build on all of this creativity and that's what the podcast is all about and some of it will all culminate in different things for quilting some of it culminates in other forms of expression maybe even writing and maybe digging my music back out and just doing what I can um, in playing music versus where I used to be before I started getting older and having problems. But overall, um, it's been a most wonderful couple of years and I've thoroughly enjoyed podcasting and I'm looking forward to next year with the new logos, rebranding, new music, new projects, Maybe we'll even do a couple of sewing things together. And my way of giving back to everybody who listens is 
having a free tutorial or maybe a pattern once in a while. And I always want to thank the people who have joined the patron program and support the podcast monthly. Um, you can find that on mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. A link to that. I also encourage everybody, if you want to just buy a virtual cup of coffee, you can do a one-time donation through the website also. Thank you so much, everyone. And I look forward to talking to you next week. And maybe the table runner pattern will be posted um, and when it is, everyone can see the front side of it with all of the orange and fog goodness. In the meantime, the back has a sneak peek of all the quilting I did on it on Instagram. And that will also be on the show notes. Everybody have a most wonderful week. Be creative and quilt on, everyone. <laughs>